Could you help me welcome our online family too? God bless you guys. So glad you're with us. Merry Christmas. You may be seated. You may be seated. I think it is good and it is right that we do um, services like this. There's so much secular uh, as a part of the celebration. There's so much that is even silly, uh, has nothing to do with, you know, really this season. And this is a time for us to just get focused and just uh, zero in on some of the sacred. Um, and I want to talk to you about Emmanuel today. And I want to talk to you about the gift, the true gift that God gave us um, and um, I was thinking about gifts. How many of you remember some of your best gifts as, as a kid? You are a hard crowd this morning. <laughs> Did anyone ever get you presents when you were a boy or girl? All right. Do you remember some of the, well, I was thinking about some of mine. I got some pictures I want to show you real quick. Do you, do you remember the preloaded stockings in the mesh? You know, we had those. And then lawn darts. How many of you know those are not legal anymore? All right. Spirograph, did you have Spirograph? Yes. All right, go ahead to the, to the next one there. Easy Bake Oven in honor of my sister right here. Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Light Bright. I don't think we had that, but I think our neighbor kids had Light Bright, and so we got to play with that. And then Battleship, come on, y'all. And then, are you ready? G.I. Joe. Anybody here G.I. Joe with me? Come on. All right, now, hold on, hold on a minute. G.I. Joe is not a doll. He is an action figure, <laughs> fighting man from head to toe, all right? Well, we've been given a, a lot of gifts, and I pray you get some good gifts, but don't look to Christmas to make you happy. I pray that you're happy during Christmas, but don't look to just all of that, you know, what you get and don't get as far as, you know, making you happy. I, I looked up also some of the uh, hot gifts this year, Uggs, AirPods, and Taylor Swift merchandise. And so, just so you're in the know. If you do get any money for Christmas or you uh, return anything and get some cash for that, and I'm very serious about this, if you don't already have one, get a study Bible. Get a study Bible. I grew up, you know, read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible, and I try to read the Bible and I'm like, ah. I'm kind of lost here a little bit. And there are incredible study Bibles that are the fruit of decades of uh, scholarly work by teams of scholars um, that have done the work for you to just help you to kind of crack the code and be able to understand. So if you don't have a study Bible, I pray you get one or get one for yourself uh, during, during this holiday season. You'll be glad, you'll be glad that you did. So what is Christmas? We've been talking about this for decades. I'll have it on the screen for you. Christmas, read it with me. Christmas is the celebration of the entrance of our Savior into the world. One more time. Christmas is a celebration of the entrance of our Savior into the world. And it's the celebration part that that's what we've got to kind of clear up here. Because how many of you know celebrations can kind of go sideways and become more or different than what it was really about. But Christmas is the celebration of the entrance of our Savior into the world. Now, get this second part here, and we'll put this up for you. Christmas makes no sense without Easter. Christmas makes no sense without Easter. And so those of you that only come to church on Christmas and Easter, well, you picked the two highlights. You did, you did that. So we welcome that. 
And, and there's some other great weeks in between. But um, Christmas is a celebration of the entrance of a baby. And then what happens there? Well, that's why Christmas makes no sense without Easter. Because Christmas, we celebrate the birth of a baby boy who grew up to become the Savior of the world. My Savior, your Savior. Is he your Savior? I pray that he is. And, and this is the thing. He came to save us. And this, this seems a far cry from Christmas, but, but don't separate this. He came to save us from our sins. He came to save us. That's what saviors do. They save. And he came to save us from our sins so that we could have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. I'm so thankful that he came to save us from our sins. Because the wages of sin is, is death. That's not very Christmassy. But see, this is good news. This is good news that he came to forgive us of our sins. Now, take this personal with me. He came to forgive us of our sins so that you could move on. We see it in John chapter 8 to this woman who sinned and is drug in front of everybody. And he says, you know, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. It's like that's the good news that a Savior came so that we're not forever tied to a tree. Instead, he was nailed to a tree to forgive us of our sins so we could go on with life. We could have a relationship with our Heavenly Father, help in this life, and a home in heaven forever. Can I get an amen out of you today? And that is our relationship with our Heavenly Father. That, that is the most precious gift. That's the most pricey gift. That's the most important gift that any of us could have. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse uh, 15 says, thank God for this gift too wonderful for words. Well, our main text for this morning is Matthew chapter one, verse 23. Look at this with me. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name. Come on, help me. Emmanuel, which is translated. Help me again. God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. This is really the central piece of, of Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, get this, God with us. God with us. God with you. God with me. Come on, personalize it. Say it. God with me. That's what this is, is that Emmanuel, God with us. God with me. I mean, you know, if you've got somebody with you and he's with you, get this, full time, all the time, for all time. This doesn't expire. This is not a subscription plan. How many of you have some of those for what you watch on TV and, and some different beauty supplies and different things that you get, you know, and we get these subscriptions. And how many of you know, if you don't, if you don't catch that email, it's going to auto auto renew for you, right? Well, this one, you don't have to worry about that this runs out. He is with us full time, all the time, for all time. Now, if somebody's going to be with you that much, they better have something to offer, okay? You know, if you have somebody with you all the time and they don't add, you know, then they become your responsibility. They become a burden. They might even become annoying, but God is with us full time. Alicia and I, we're people watchers. Anybody here people watchers? 
And uh, I got the best seat in the house. I get to watch you guys. Uh, but uh, we notice we've noticed this for years. We'll go out to restaurants and typically it's an older couple. And if it's you, stop it, fix it. Okay. But we'll see an older couple and they'll come in and they'll sit at their little table or booth and they never talk to one another and they don't look at each other. That's sad y'all. And I'm wondering, it's like, I want to go over and say, what's the deal? And I'm, I think maybe one of them's going to say, well, we've said everything. Or she might say, I'm tired of looking at it, you know. But the reality is, you know, God with us all the time, he can help us. He helps us. He's not a burden. He daily lifts us. You know, think about it. If you were driving some down remote country road out of cell phone coverage and your car breaks down, but you do have great, great grandma with you. Well, that's very, very sweet, but unless Graham's is a master mechanic, you're stuck. You, you see what I'm saying? But God is with us, and not only is God with us, are you ready? God is for us. And you need to know this, wherever you're at in life, whatever's going on in your life right now, God is not only with you, God is for you. And look at this, as a result of that, he is present, he is active, he is able, he brings hope, he brings peace, he brings guidance, he brings wisdom, he brings help, he brings courage, he brings strength, he brings grace, so that you can hang on. You ever feel like not hanging on? I talk to so many people, how are you doing? Just hanging on. And I tell them this, don't let go. Amen. Hang on, this is so you can hang on. This is so you can move on, so you can go on. I'm telling you what, God will help you. And he will help you to come through whatever you're going through right now. And there is nothing, hear me on this, nothing. Everybody say nothing. nothing. There's nothing that he cannot do. Nothing that he cannot help. There's nothing that he cannot fix. Hear that again. There's nothing that God cannot do. Nothing that he cannot help. There's nothing that he cannot fix. How many have been around a little bit and can testify to that, that God is faithful and God is able? There's nothing that he cannot do, nothing he cannot help, nothing that he cannot fix. And nothing is beyond his redemptive reach. There's nothing beyond what God could help you with. I'm glad he's with me. I'm glad he's for me. Full time, all the time, for all time. Amen? Not only are you never alone, but you're also never without help. To just be never alone, that's like a mom raising a lot of little kids. And she struggles and panics because I'm never alone. And that's because she feels in the times that she's outnumbered and she has no help. But I'm telling you what, God with us all the time, that's the best way to be never alone. But you're not just never alone, you're also never without help. Look at this in Hebrews chapter 13. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. In the Amplified Bible, it, it reads this way. He, God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. Watch this three times. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down. Relax my hold on you, assuredly not. Come on, amen. amen. Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, verse 2. When you, say that's me, when you go through deep waters, come on, help me. 
There it is, Emmanuel. When you go through rivers of difficulty, implied, I will be with you. Result, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, implied, I will be with you. Result, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Now, this is figurative. This is figurative. How many of you have gone through deep waters? How many of you have been through rivers of difficulty? How many of you have been in the fires of oppression? Y'all are a hard crowd. I got like seven people. Yeah. The rest of y'all are just holy and sweet and on the nice list. I'm sure of it. All right. How many of you have been through some deep waters? Come on, be real today. Some of you might be in them right now. How about rivers of difficulty? How about fires of oppression? Well, guess what? Guess what? You're not alone. Just not alone while I see other people going, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that you are not alone because God is with you. God is with you. Um, Yesterday in the first service yesterday afternoon, my five-year-old grandson sitting with his parents, uh, he was in service. He was excited about getting to hold a candle. But he listened to the message. And when I got to this part, I said, how many of you have been through deep waters? And he raised his hand. And my son said, he thought, you know, I don't know that he's going to get the figurative of that. So maybe he's thinking about Peepaw's swimming pool or something. But he said, how many have been through deep waters? He raised his hand. And my son Lee said, buddy, um, what, what was your deep waters? And he goes, dad, when my arm got hurt, God helped me. He got it. He got it. I hope you'll get it. I hope you'll get it. But all of us, deep waters, rivers of difficulty, fires of oppression. And what did he say? What did he say? I'll be with you. I'll be with you. And him being with us, he knows the way out. He knows the way through. He knows how this turns out. He knows what to do. He knows what to do in the middle. He's able to get us through everything and anything. That is Christmas. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God with us full time, all the time, for all time. Look at Psalm 23. You know this one. Psalm 23, verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. There it is again. There it is again. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then Zephaniah chapter, how many of you read in Zephaniah this past week? Probably not. Zephaniah chapter three, verse 17. The Lord, your God is, come on, help me. There it is again. It's everywhere. The Lord, your God is with you. And who is he? The mighty warrior who, who saves. Emmanuel, God with us. In a few days, we're going to have the holiday letdown. All the lights and decorations are going to go back in boxes and bins. Um, You're going to box up your tree or you're going to drag it down to the road or some of you are going to throw it in the woods. Stop doing that, by the way. We're driving around, Alicia and I saw an old couch and an old recliner just at the side of the road. Stop doing that. If you do that and you come to Meadowbrook, I'm going to hunt you down. All right? All right. Don't do that. Anyway, back to my message. The other was just a public service announcement. Now, now back, to, back to my message. Uh, you're going to take your decorations down. You know, all the pretty packages and bows and paper and all of that. 
you know, they're going to be in the trash or burned up. Or if you were my mom, some of it you'd fold up and save for next year. Okay. Um, all of those things will be going on. Your toys are, some toys are going to be broken. You're trying on clothes, you're re returning clothes. Radio stations are going to go back to their regular music. And for some of that, I'm really happy uh, about that. But here's the thing, all the Chris Christmas stuff is over. But look at me. But Emmanuel, God is with you. Full time, all the time, for all time. That's the message. That's the message of Christmas. Now look with me. I've got one more thing to share with you. Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord is near. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. You know what? He, we know that he's with us, and now he says, I'm near. I think this is for emphasis. And I just want to say to you this morning, this might be you today, the brokenhearted are extra helped. He's near. He's with us. When you're brokenhearted, I think there's extra help and closeness. I said this earlier, don't expect Christmas to make you happy. I hope you are happy during Christmas. But don't expect Christmas to make you happy. Do a little deeper dive. Look a little closer, and here it is. Emmanuel, God with us. And I'm going to say it again, full time, all the time, and for all time. Emmanuel.